हेलो सलाम नमस्ते सत्याकाल वेलकम एवरीवन टू अनदर एपिसोड ऑफ कैंडिड टॉक्स विद भरतवी दिस इज भरत होस्ट ऑफ द शो इन टूडेज एपिसोड वी विल बी टॉकिंग टू दशमी मोहन हु इज अ प्रोफेशनल टीचर अ पैशनेट बाइकर सिविक लीडर एंड अ कोरोना वॉर ड्यूरिंग पैंडमिक एज अ कोरोना वॉरियर शी सर्व ह्यूमैनिटी supplying emergency supplies like medicines groceries and sanitary supplies to remote villages for all those who were in need across Karnataka and other states on Hubai she truly is a hero and deserves a salute you are listening to candid talks with Barrett V please do listen to the episode till the end before we begin Please do not forget to subscribe to this podcast channel and you can connect on Facebook page at Candid Talks with Bharat V. So with a round of applause, let's welcome Dashmi Mohan. Hi, this is Dashmi Mohan. I am a professional teacher, a passionate biker, a civic leader and corona warrior. For me, riding my bike is like meditation. और आप मुझे सुन रहे हैं कैंडिड टॉक्स विद भरत वी Hi Dashmi welcome to the show and uh, thank you so much first of all you know taking out time and joining us on the show today Hello everyone thank you so much and we definitely would like to hear your experiences uh, you know that you have been going through you know during the uh, pandemic obviously but before we go there first of all uh, if you can tell us and our listeners about yourself first you know uh, where you belong to and uh, where exactly are you currently situated and how did you started biking first of all and that is the foremost thing that i would want to ask okay fine okay so here i stay uh, in karnataka state where the bangalore from the bangalore 200 kilometers by native place chitradurga where uh, in a very conservative orthodox family i was born and brought up and educated next i was uh, not into biking or what we are doing now my hobbies i was not there it was all suppressed after okay. my marriage when i came to bangalore so after three just 2015 i started my biking so that was a, not a dream or it was not uh, anything of the goal just aise hi shuru ho gaya so just when when was uh, i went to when social cause it, it was in breast cancer awareness and there i saw few of the riders bikers they rode on in bangalore roads so i inspired from them and uh, then i joined i was not riding a gear bike just a non gear bike i was riding just after that i uh, purchased my bike the first bike i started with avenger 150 cc okay so street i uh, then i learned the bike then my journey started with the first ride it was an up and down 600 km day ride i rode alone solo ride that day that day i came okay, to know that okay your first ride was a solo ride yes solo ride that too in western ghats 
I was not aware of the curves and the bending. Okay. Uh, just blindly, I went off early morning, four thirty. Okay. One quick and, question: Did you wear all the yeah. gears in your this solo ride? I was having all my gears. I was aware of that gear because I I am a so, uh, civic leader. I have to be mm-hmm. responsible rider. And Absolutely, I have to. Yeah. Many people are watching me. That's why. And also for my self care, I need. To. So here the gear was there. I was fully packed up and uh, gear with helmets and all. And that was a blind ride. Just I mean the highway I was riding. So that was a long distance ride and bend and those was I am not aware of that. When I am on the road, then only I came to know that how to turn the bike in a curves in a guard section. So okay. I I was scolded by truck drivers <laughs> and I was uh, the I was the panic and uh, again I again uh, self motivated myself and then I rode and that was a successful ride for me and I never forget that. Okay, and when you started first, you said that was somewhere around fifteen uh, years back, I believe, right? And that was uh, you started with scooty. Scooty, regular scooty was non-gear yeah. scooty. It was there, and that time I was saying I'm I'm much very much crazed about to know about the place, know about the geographical area and mm-hmm. the authentic food. I was very much fond of that to know about the each state, each culture, and every different villages what they are doing in Karnataka. Okay. Okay. So in that time only, I used to ride up and down one fifty kilometers and eighty mm-hmm. kilometers like that. I used to go with alone. Sometime alone, I used to go. Sometime with group of uh, girls gang, I used to go. Okay. Then I uh, many people were criticized again. Then uh, so you should ride a bike, not like this scooty and all. Okay. So again, it uh, was a uh, mind triggered, and uh, I purchased the bike one fifty cc. Awesome. Your parents never said that. Uh, why do you want to ride a bike? What benefit you'll get out of that? And why do you need to ride solo? Why don't you, you know, ride with some someone or maybe in a group or something? Yeah, in my was I was an alone like a tomboy, and everyone <laughs> obviously uh, before the marriage they were caring so a lot, and uh, after the marriage. Uh, uh it was all left to the responsibility of my husband okay. so again my husband motivated me and uh, first starting it was very difficult to make them understand in the family mm-hmm. my in-laws and the, my uh, husband and all later the uh, end of the year they came to know that this is a passionate and she likes then they promoted they motivated me and they helped me to move around and okay. every time they used to track uh, tracking was there okay okay so uh, every time whenever you went on a long ride uh, did you i mean your uh, family your husband did he ever help you in uh, making the plans for the ride or helping you in uh, doing the packing uh, no they never did myself only i did all the packing and all the gaze and all the route map and all starting it was very difficult to make them understand and uh, they were opposing me and uh, later i was the thing i was uh, telling lie to them okay so i was not telling proper place where i'm going and all in the <laughs> middle of the road i used to go highway and then i used to call my husband i'm going this way and this is my route map i'm telling okay, okay. i was informing my husband later okay. starting he was not allowing so easily he was not convinced 
so later uh, he was convinced okay okay so after your first solo ride i think that was uh, quite a long one by the way i think so that was around 600 650 kilometers long ride and yes. that also you did solo after yes. that i think that is when you started your long touring rides uh, i i believe you did from kanyakumari to kashmir and yes. that was with uh, two more people and it took around 11 days for you to complete that right yes okay so uh, how do you plan and how do you prepare for such long rides and how do you draw the entire blueprint that okay this is where i have to ride and for how long i have to ride and where i have to take halts and what is the approach for you to decide that by what time i should take halt and where i should take halt and what kind of uh accommodation uh, you will need do you do the booking up front or do you do it on the spot when you reach or you just ride and by the time you need to stop you just see whatever is the nearest town you stop there and then look for a accommodation then and there itself so how how do you do this entire thing see first of all uh, uh, in the long rides first my long ride was uh, kanyakumari to kashmir there my two core riders were there one is uh, a lady and another is a man uh, who rode along with me and mm-hmm. that time it was uh, it was little bit easy because they both were also coordinating i was blind in that i was not book anything during that kanyakumari to kashmir okay. so i was an amateur right that time how to book where when so i was just following both of them so later after the experience of that kanyakumari to kashmir mm-hmm. then my second long ride i went solo which was from bangalore to kolkata so and was, that was one me, of the challenging ride as well ha yeah, challenging ride it was in october month and it was full rainy season mm-hmm. and 3 days it took me for 2000 from bangalore to kolkata it is 2000 km that okay. time uh, i explored uh, some of the blogs in youtube and about the kolkata place mm-hmm. and also few of the riders were there i uh, asked uh, help uh, about the hotels booking and all okay and uh, the safety places and also within budget hotel i was looking so before a ride i have done few homework mm-hmm. so how much kilometer how much what is the cc of my bike and what is the capacity mm-hmm. and when it will reach to the destination so usually i plan a ride in early morning 4:30 okay so 3:30 to 4:30 i plan so within a dark uh, 6:30 or 7 i used to reach the destination Okay. so in example in kolkata first was destination was vijayawada it was 650 km then second day bhuvaneshwar it took me 800 km then okay. third day i could reach the uh, kolkata so like that per day 600 700 or 800 km i used to plan in such a way that before dark 7 uh, o'clock or 6:30 i used to stop the ride and that ride where the big city where the a uh, major city was there or the major district place where i could get a comfortable uh, hotels to stay and safe place so okay. i used to see a uh, starting i used to see a uh, uh, best hotel so that uh, three star hotel or a two star hotel so that uh, women uh, solo women it should be safe because right. all the some i heard that some business women roam uh, alone and mm-hmm. they choose this way to safe Okay. So I uh, I got an idea from that, and later I booked with two 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 star or three star hotel with the proper all safety and all. 
first okay. i used to book before uh, on call and i used to ask and everything i confirm then i used to approach the address and all then i used to go there not at the place blindly i never went okay so is there any specific time limit that you keep in mind that okay i should not ride after that uh, specific time in the evening maybe 6 pm or 7 pm or 8 pm something like that no not like that i used to i can ride up to night 12 o'clock 1 o'clock once okay. i was uh, still up amateur ride i used to plan 7 okay. now i got a confidence Mm-hmm. that after the experience only we know about the roads and the places and the area uh, where we are going okay. so after the knowledge gaining the knowledge and experience of the other riders bloggers then nowadays from 2 years i'm riding with uh, even late night also 12 o'clock 1 o'clock also okay. i rode okay and without uh, experience uh, nobody should go uh, absolutely. 11 or 12 beyond a- absolutely that. so like every uh, it's it's a dream of every rider right i mean the moment you know somebody starts riding you know uh, their first if you ask them their first dream right they everyone says ladakh uh, le ladakh yes. so uh, but you did solo to uh, somewhere in the south itself after mm-hmm. that when exactly did you you know ride to le ladakh and i think you have done that twice already and was that solo yes. uh no it's a group ride first i went a group ride then i went a solo so that okay. second time when i was it was not a ride it was just in uh, div, uh very toughest trucking that was a charger oh. truck okay so that i did in second time that is not possible when we rode and go and again trucking is not possible okay. that's why i i went for flight okay so first time i rode from delhi i parcel my bike uh, in 150 cc avenger only i did that in 2018 So uh, I passed the bike in Delhi uh, with my co-riders. Eleven boys were there only. I wasn't alone. Okay. So again, two of the girls was there. That was Pillion. So in that totally, eleven uh, plus thirteen, fourteen members were there in first my first Ladakh ride. Okay. So from Delhi we rode uh, to Ladakh. Uh, from Jammu Kashmir we took a uh, we took a route mm-hmm. and then Ladakh. so there kargil first we visited the kargil place and then that route we took uh, okay you did so not go I, via manali you uh, went from the manali other side okay. no i went from other side ah udampur udampur that side i went kargil side okay so uh, that time i got a confidence that some of the boys were helping and they were in the group i was in the group okay so after uh, when i went in ladakh everyone are dispersed <laughs> So okay. again, I was alone there. <laughs> okay. So some speed was not matching. Some people were not matching with the with the troop. So first two two days it was went on well. Okay. And the third day the Kardungla pass and all it was very difficult and okay. many were dropped out and many were the problems. So mm-hmm. I did the Kardungla pass and again we came back and again it was in the month of July I did. So it was a uh, little bit cold chill minus degree it was there. Right. so and again that time many boys were left and again i was alone there so again <laughs> it okay. was i thought that wherever we go alone we have to face it everyone yeah. so life uh, whatever the situations in the life we have to face alone that time <clears throat> i recognized and myself and mm-hmm. thought that i was uh, bold enough to face it because i was uh, knowing about the language it was not difficult for me that okay 
So did you uh, and since this was your first time uh, uh, in Ladakh, did you face any challenges? Uh, obviously, I mean you were you rode most of the time alone. That is a separate thing. But apart from that, you know, typically people face a lot of uh, challenges because uh, of lack of oxygen there. and uh, it becomes a bit difficult for riders to get uh, you know acclimatized to that particular weather and the good thing is that you went from the other side but if you would have gone from the uh, from this side from manali side and pang and that side normally people face uh, and that impact is quite severe you know uh, yes it's but, quite severe uh, that kind of a impact did you face uh, during that ride Yes, uh, in uh, Zozila Pass, I faced a lot because that was route was the road like that road I never uh, rode in my bike in uh, in my state. Mm-hmm. So it was very toughest road in Zozila Pass, and uh, uh, no, and the weather condition also was not good, and the road condition was not good, and the many water cross was there, and I was blind. I never know that that type of road I will ride. Okay. So, so that is a very dif- difficult faced, and uh, later in the Kardungla Pass, I faced lot of difficult. So I was uh, uh, in my oxygen level was too good, and okay. my bike condition is also too good. Okay. But the some of the uh, minor things we could not uh, uh, make it properly. Mm-hmm. So the hands, the gloves, and hands to ride in the Kardungla eighteen thousand feet that was uh, not proper guidance. It was there. Okay. so that time i felt my hands were shivered and i could not uh, get a throttle my bike okay so that's the thing i faced in kardungla pass okay and because of that high altitude uh, normally yes. you know uh, and because of the less intake of the uh, air oxygen even the oxygen. Uh, motorbikes uh, you know face uh, difficulty especially yes. if that is a lower cc bike did you face yes. any uh, issue with your bike Uh, along with me, Apache bike was there, and RE Royal Enfield was there. Mm-hmm. But RE Royal Enfield and all, there was not moving the third gear. It was only first and second gear. Okay. My bike in Avenger, it was newly bike, so I thought that it it went on the th- third gear, first bike. Oh, so okay. I went in two, second and third gear. So it was uh, not much trouble. So okay. I recorded that in one fifty cc bike also. That that time everyone <laughs> know that. Even one fifty cc can also roll can also, that. Yeah. Now I have seen many uh, people, you know, yeah. especially localites. And when I had gone to Ladakh first time, uh, there was one um, pulsar with us, and uh, also Avenger. Avenger did not have any problem, but uh, that pulsar did face some problem. And okay. uh, when uh, uh, later on, many times I went there, I saw many people uh, riding uh, scooter there. You know, they are uh, yes, on their scooter, I Honda. You and I also saw that. <laughs> yeah, so that's amazing. I mean, uh, maybe they are used to it, but, and obviously they were localites. And uh, yeah. I think a couple of uh, the riders they did cover that entire area on their scooter. Yes. Anyways, few of them. I heard that. Yeah. So apart from uh, these uh, touring rides, uh, Dashmi, you are also associated with many of the social uh, activities, creating social awareness. You know, uh, towards uh, many uh, specific topics like autism or uh, you know saving the earth. 
or uh, personal hygiene for the girls uh, specifically and uh, many other such rights so can you tell us something about those you know social uh, messages uh, specific right that you do uh, usually uh, everyone uh, every riders i salute because they have their own thoughts and own ideas they do so here my idea was i came into mind is riding for humanity mm-hmm. so humanity is the main thing if every person has that he can survive anywhere and also uh, he will survive he or she will survive in anywhere any places so that right. should be there for and that was that humanity was little uh, little low i saw in the many of the human beings mm-hmm. so i want to create an awareness about that humanity so okay. every person should have at least few percent in your, in their life humanity that at least 20 50% humanity so okay. not completely but that was i was i saw in many of the places on the people mm-hmm. so that mind i got that thought i got in my mind and i started every ride i started with my humanity right for humanity cause so later uh, that cause uh, i uh, even in the education purpose or in the any of the social cause even main thing i'm edu- my professional is education background so here Uh, thought of education educating the people or the uh, who are creating a lot of awareness mm-hmm. about the personal hygiene so like this in the government school and the villages whenever i was riding on the road so any of the school people or the school children uh, school government school i found i used to stop and i used to talk with them uh, like that little bit awareness i was creating and after that uh, as usual my profession Uh, there will be a lot of uh, in the month of october holiday was i'm was getting and in the month of may and april i was getting a holiday so during that time i used to use this holidays with a, a social causes so okay. uh, this time uh, i used this uh, my passionate into my social cause uh, mm-hmm. for the as an corona pandemic time so i collaborated with the government of uh, civil defense uh, uh, government of karnataka Mm-hmm. the covid helpline was there there i was uh, getting a uh, request to deliver the medicine okay. through this i delivered most of the uh, non covid patients those are daily requirements for the basic day to day life the diabetic patient the cancer patient and also uh, many of the other diseases hiv patient mm-hmm. for them i used to deliver a medicine the request is to get from the government of karnataka or from the family members i used to get so like this i started my journey and also uh, before that also i is doing with aware of uh, social causes okay so uh, i believe when you you know started uh, helping out uh, people during this pandemic scenario you were also offered one of the i think uh, frontline as a frontline worker by one of the hospital uh, to you know help the patients to help the uh, people uh, yeah So can you tell us something about that you know that work because at uh, that point of time i think you were based within the hospital boundaries you were not yes. outside how difficult yes. it would have been for you because you might be seeing so many patients around you dead bodies and all that stuff so how how did uh, did you cope up with that scenario so first way was my delivering the medicine in the second wave pandemic it was something challenging for me Mm-hmm. so just usually for the vaccination starting i was doing vaccination drive and all later 
I thought that it is not my cup of tea. I it's it's anybody can do this. I I want to do something uh, useful for the patient side or any of the to get a medicine to get a bed ICU beds and all. So again, from the civil defense, I got a request that there is a work with a red zone in the government hospital. Okay. Uh, so an helpline desk where we have to convey the messages. How many for the common people, those who uh, uh, walk in uh, patients, whether COVID patients, for them we have to assist them, and also we have to tell what are the facilities we are getting in this hospital, in the government hospitals. So that was the thing, and daily it was the it was high. Uh, rate of uh, covid patients and also high death rate was there at that time okay so four days i was there in the uh, hospital in the front line uh, front or red zone where inside i used to not i i was not allowing and only the outside covid patients so again daily i used to enter in the ledger the covid patients mm-hmm. and uh, it, first day it was very uh, i was not doing the work or the job also just my colleague took me and they assigned and this table and chair they kept and they told me to do the work okay so in front of me two to three dead bodies were there oh my so, god so and again one of my colleague seeing that he was a boy mm-hmm. seeing that he ran away i will not do this work oh <laughs> so that was a thing and first time it was for me i was little bit low seeing the dead body and all the patient side mm-hmm. i was very much low and after one hour or two hours i took myself to understand and um, uh, to uh, understand the situation and uh, motivated myself again i'm strong i'm strong i'm telling in my mind and then i one day full i uh, saw uh, 20 to 30 dead bodies in front of me they were taking and uh, delivering the dead bodies uh, there is a something different uh, way where never i seen before and the patient side they were waiting the, to take the dead bodies uh, and they were crying lot of uh, situation and the conversation between a uh, patient side and inside the patient's uh, family and patient inside from the through the window of the hospital that mm-hmm. not getting food not getting uh, medicine so they were uh, requesting the uh, to run of the run away from the hospital Oh. so that was the situation it was there in the government hospital where i was allotted and uh, some people were taking uh, the d group members where the attendants were taking a bribe and, uh, uh, all all the medicines they were giving food supply they were doing okay. so that all this situation it was uh, make me uh, very low so i it, i was very low and again daily i used to take my self care also because i was uh, in the, near the dead bodies only so three oh it uh, went on well then i used to come early i was uh, my husband was in uh, my lost place i was in my place mm-hmm. so i didn't told for three days i'm working in government hospital i didn't You're... told my husband also my family also oh my god <laughs> okay so i was uh, facing alone and uh, i was taking my self care okay. so night and all i used not, i'm not getting the sleep also seeing all this situation so again next day went on uh, working and there mm-hmm. wasn't bad incident in the hospital and that day fourth day it was stopped my work was stopped because one of the uh, uh, patient covid patient suicide mm-hmm. from the hospital oh sure so that was a situation and uh, there was lot of fights between a common people and an hospital 
so mm. that situation uh, where it was a uh, horrible so from that onwards uh, the um, volunteers was not allowed in that hospital so my work stopped there again i took another challenge to uh, give a healthy hygienic food to covid patients okay. so that was a challenge i did in the second wave so okay. all this uh, now also is going on okay my god as as you were you know explaining all this i was getting shivers you know i was getting goosebumps and i i just can't imagine how you you come you did that for complete four days right you faced those those yes, that four days and that the situation never thought human beings like this uh, and that to in a like a pack like a suitcase they were packing the dead bodies and uh, zipping off and my they god. they was giving like a luggage that is really uh it's really sad i mean what to say about this okay let's uh make it a little bit light i i want to play something for you uh dashmi just yeah, just sure. a second this is a song dedicated to you thank you you are listening to candid talks with bereth v so this is a uh, salute to you and your work from all our side uh, dashmi i mean thank, uh, thank you this so is much. something which i know every every biker they are actually associated with some some or the other you know social causes but especially in this pandemic situation and the kind of work that you have uh done or uh, you are still doing you know for the covid uh, patients yeah. i mean that's seriously i mean it's uh, hats off to you and your uh, dedication many people will think that you know if something happens to me i am in middle of that entire core area of you know in hospital if something happens to me what will happen to my family and all that so in, in spite of that you took that challenge and you did that simply amazing and hats off to you and one more incident in my family also that time it was a peak death rate in outside in my family also my father in law death happened so because of like, covid yeah because of covid oh so because of that uh, uh, is more father more than my father my father in law is uh, great hmm. so that time uh, in my family also all the members were positive even my in- father, mother in law also oh and God. even me and my husband was the th- uh, were non affected Mm-hmm. and we are looking everything in the home and even in the outside also my god and what about your children uh, children actually she is also there she is an 11 years kid mm-hmm. so she is uh, i we uh, made her to stay in my mother in law place okay uh, mother place so that she is safe there Understood. so only me and my husband were facing in the family okay we are facing 
all the lot of problems mm-hmm. and uh, situations were very bad in my inside the house also and outside the house outside. also yeah so and i was scaring myself also so i was i'm not i'm a bold enough i'll i'm uh, not fear of anything so that's the thing and the positive attitude was there in my mind and i did all the thing i can manage everything i mm-hmm. uh, balance in my life that's the thing confidence i have so i have done for this and i think uh, having positive attitude is very very necessary i think in each and every aspect for each and every field i believe whatever you do no matter what you whatever situation you are as long as you have positive attitude towards that you think positive i think you'll be able to you know pass through that uh, in the area of scenario. positively i was positive <laughs> <laughs> nowadays you know this positive has become positive I mean this is the first positive word that we all are afraid of now. Yes. <laughs> and uh, hearing that okay I'm negative becomes so happy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, before I change the topic one more quick question. So do you have anybody else with you who is helping you in your current work for uh, providing the healthy uh, food to the uh, covid patients or you are still doing it all alone? Uh actually uh Uh, i was working for the civil defense from there i, w- I got a request that few of the it couples mm-hmm. they want to serve a food because okay. and they want a genuine person and a proper person to deliver okay. properly mm-hmm. so i uh, uh, sangeeta my one of the uh, common stranger she is a stranger for me okay. i never met before so like that uh, we uh, in the phone conversation they told me that uh, daily we will send 20 packets Okay. and you have to del- deliver for the genuine person okay. where the covid patients are there it should reach the uh, proper uh, patient patients because it was again fraud was there many yes. people were misused yes. so i took a bu number properly and just in social media i uploaded that any food facility i provide mm-hmm. so from there the couple were providing for 23 days so daily okay. days to give all the sprouts and all the healthy fruits green leaves and all Mm-hmm. so that i used to deliver i proper bu number and the proper med- uh, patients i used to deliver the food and, and along with that on me, your bike uh, yes on oh. my bike also and okay. also along with me my ex students those are passed out 12th mm-hmm. standard degree students they, they joined with me. wow yeah they joined with me that we'll also come and deliver the food and all okay so like this it went on well that i think some inspiration i have done for my students also because i am a uh, professionally teacher yeah so uh, they also doing a social cause and joining with me i wanted to ask you one question now you being you know you being teacher you uh, teach students i'm sure many of your uh, students also would be getting inspired by you you know to take up riding right i mean they must be very much yeah, fascinated yeah. and you must be their favorite teacher yes so everyone are more curiosity especially the girls they okay. used to say uh, i every time when i finish my classes they used to come ma'am i will uh, i want to come uh, for a ride with you please okay. teach me the ride teach me the bike and all i mm-hmm. used to tell them if you passed out 10th standard first like uh, a high per distinction then mm-hmm. only i'll i'll get a permission for you to ride <laughs> and i used to t- teach you ride so like that i used to motivate them so and later in the second pc first pc, they passed out and they uh, remembered and came back wow. and telling that i passed out you have to teach me 
<laughs> so okay. and uh, for them i teach the biking and also and help them to take a license gear license mm-hmm. and uh, now they are uh, riding along with me also nice so dashmi recently i think you were also featured in one of the leading newspaper and also detol covered you and many uh, other uh, such people who were serving humanity for the cause uh, you know for the work that you were uh, doing during this pandemic they covered you on their uh, product uh, you know along with yeah. their photograph and a small write up so can you tell us something about that what that campaign was and for what exactly and how did it you know came into existence that this is something that should be done so for the detol thing i think it's in common in the website i think during this pandemic it's an competition for the product also okay. so i i think they in the website they have uploaded that we salute for the corona frontline warriors okay. and in my civic leader i got this uh, website Mm-hmm. so just i was uploaded that's it but okay. uh, later after that many people anybody can upload in that oh so that, yes that was the thing so mm-hmm. and few i heard that few of the first set of people they got the honor from the detol website uh, detol company also detol company okay so dashmi i think we have already wow we are almost <laughs> about to complete yeah. one hour pata hi nahi chala kaise time nikal gaya so yes any message that you would want to you know give for the now since you are working as a frontline worker uh, you know during this uh, pandemic any message specific message that you want to pass on for uh, all those people who might be listening to us uh, you know in terms of uh, the mental health or how to handle this scenario you know uh, how to fight with this covid scenario and also as a second part of the question what specific message you would want to give to all those young girls who want to take up biking okay so the first thing for the during the pandemic type i would like to say that uh, first of all uh, you should be fearless so mm-hmm. and don't panic and the next thing uh, whatever the situation we have we have to handle we have to face the situation so yeah. and precaution is better than cure first yeah. we have to take a precautions then as usual everyone are telling that uh, vaccination then uh, social distancing mask up everything obviously they are doing so apart from this everyone should have a mentally strong mm-hmm. so daily meditation they have to do and also to become uh, if we are strong so uh, for other people we should uh tell a message and uh, motivate them okay so that okay. was the thing and the second thing for the women riders so for the girls those who come up uh after 18 plus only they should uh, start riding mm-hmm. and uh, before that please aware of that gates and all gates are important and also license is very much important yeah then uh the the bike which is comfortable first we have to choose it then we have to start the riding so this this is a message and break the stereotype it's not an uh, gender equality i believe everyone can ride a bike and also especially i would say the main thing where i have faced the challenge okay. that is a uh, short girl can ride a bullet also <laughs> what is your height <laughs> by the way dashmi if i may ask yeah my height my height is 5 okay okay and uh, so, you uh, ride interceptor now right 
Yes. So as usual, you all know that Avenger is a short but I yes. used to write that. Yes. Then everyone criticized me. Uh, she is a very short girl. That's why she cannot ride the other bike. Only Avenger. She is meant for Avenger. <laughs> so again, I break the stereotype to get challenge and I rode Interceptor Arena. No, I think this is very much true. And, uh, you know, there are many other uh, short-heighted women riders who are, you know, creating waves across the world. Uh, one of them being Sarah Kashyap. Uh, you might have heard her name. Or you might have, uh, you know, even know her. She is also just yeah. five, you know, uh, five feet. And she is now riding a Himalayan. Before that, she has a Thunderbird. And she also used to, you know, ride all those motocross uh, with those okay. uh, high, you know, high bikes. So okay. height is obviously not a challenge anymore. Uh, it's that not, is for a, sure. and, not a challenge. And it's so, I mean, I feel so proud, you know, when I come across such women riders from India who are taking up this, uh, I'll call this as a motor, uh, adventure motorsport only, and this passion of riding. And they are actually seriously breaking, you know, stereotypes and creating, uh, they're basically creating a niche in the society uh, for themselves and creating, uh, they're setting a bar for other uh, upcoming young girl riders as well. So, yeah. So that's really Still, amazing. How also, if I write perfectly, they they'll tease me that you are a short girl, you are a short girl. But I never care. <laughs> <laughs> as long as you know, they so basically they don't know what riding is all about. So, yeah. Like if you ask any rider, why do you do gene. biking? We can't yeah. answer that. You know, it's just that okay, you start yeah. doing biking yourself, you'll get to know. Yes. So thank you so much, uh, Dashmi, for joining us today on the so on the show that. and so sharing much. your uh, experiences with us, your thoughts. And once again, hats off to the work that you are doing, you know, to serve the humanity in this pandemic and helping out uh, others in this, uh, you know, dire need. And uh, all the best wishes to you to continue this work. Keep riding and please stay safe. That is more important nowadays. Obviously, I mean, that is something which we have to make sure that we all are safe and uh, keep on helping each other and uh, stay positive. Thank you so much, Tashmi. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you. Take care. So that was Dashmi Mohan, a passionate biker and a true hero, serving humanity selflessly in this pandemic world. A big salute to her determination for the work she is doing to help people in need. Every woman should be like Dashmi, daring, challenging and courageous enough to work on her aspirations. Thank you all so much for listening to this episode of the podcast show Candid Talks with Bharatvi. If you like the show, please do like, subscribe and share with others. If listening on Apple Podcast, do not forget to rate 5 stars. If on Spotify or YouTube, do not forget to subscribe and share. All the bikers can listen to this podcast episode on bikersclub.in. इसके साथ हम आज का सफर यहीं समाप्त करते हैं। बहुत जल्द मुलाकात होगी। अगले शो पर एक नए टॉपिक के साथ, नए लोगों के साथ, नए अंदाज में। Only on Candid Talks with Bharat B. Stay home, stay safe. This is Bharat Vatsa signing off for today. दुआओं में याद रखना। जहन You are listening to Candid Talks with Bareth V